Welcome to Dentists, Puns, and Money. I'm your host, Sean Terrell, and my guest on this episode is Elijah Desmond. Elijah is a dental hygienist turned serial entrepreneur, and he's now involved in several businesses within the dental community. In our conversation, you'll learn about how Elijah started Smiles at Sea, which is a dental conference set aboard a cruise ship. Also, why Elijah bought a tour bus to travel by land to other dental conferences, and neither of those endeavors is his most successful business in dentistry. Listen to the end for that. As a reminder, if you are a dentist interested in taking your first step toward financial independence, we're here to guide you toward that eventual exit from active practice, whether you're three months or 30 years away. To schedule your initial consultation with us, visit DentistExit.com and click Schedule Meeting at the top right corner of the main page to schedule your discovery call. And with that introduction, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Elijah Desmond. All right, Elijah Desmond, welcome to Dentist Puns and Money. I'm excited to hear a little bit more of your story. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. So I always like to start with some background on, on your journey to give the audience a little bit of context. Could you share a little bit more about how you've reached this current point of, of your career and a little bit more about your story? Absolutely. So I came from a, a pretty big farm in Ohio, graduate of The Ohio State University. Uh, I do happen to be a dental hygienist turned serial entrepreneur. I have started over 20 businesses um, since I graduated in 2009. I can't say that I'm proud of all of them. I, I uh, failed with about five of them, and I've, I've sold uh, a few. And, you know, I'll tell you, the failures, I've actually learned so much more than the ones that are actually up and going and are doing good. Um, so I learned a lot on that journey. And um, I can tell you that probably along the journey, one of the biggest things that I learned uh, is, is to give and to help as many people as I can along the way. And uh, that's kind of how I lead my life. But um, yeah, so I graduated from hygiene school uh, in 2009 from Ohio State, moved to the beautiful islands of Hawaii. Uh, my entire life, uh, I have been accused of being Hawaiian and uh, totally guilty of, of being biracial, half black, half white not Hawaiian, <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be accused of it my whole life. I might as well move out there. So I went out to Hawaii and I got a knack for business, uh, started my first business out there. It was actually a dental staffing agency. You know, when I was there for a few years, started some businesses and moved to Vegas and met my beautiful wife. And uh, then I moved down here to, to South, South Florida. She wasn't my wife at the time. I ended up uh, knocking her up. Hey, no judgment, right? <laughs> No judgment on this podcast. Hey, it's a family podcast here, okay? okay? Oh my goodness. Well, she ended up, we had to edit that out then. So she ended up getting her pregnant and moved down down here to Florida. And anyways, ended up being the woman of my dreams. And we got married and and now I have uh, two, two little girls, uh, Chloe and Carly, uh, two-year-old, almost three here in a couple of days. And, uh, and then uh, Carly, Chloe and Carly and live down here in West Palm Beach, Florida. And uh, I'm doing things that are very non-traditional in the in the dental setting that most people would um, think like, "Wow, how are you a dental hygienist and doing X, Y, Z?" But at the end of the day, I'm I'm living the best life that I possibly can, and I'm giving uh, 90% of my time and and you know doing the things that I absolutely love to do that are not traditional for a normal uh, you know clinical dental professional. 
it's interesting that you say non-traditional because I like to have as much as possible people with unique stories and kind of unique paths on the podcast that are still dental related. And yours, when I came across kind of your story, it seemed uh, pretty non-traditional. Uh, maybe just a little bit deeper into that transition from being a, a dental hygienist to a serial entrepreneur. Did you practice as a hygienist for a while or was it just like you knew it wasn't for you and you went straight into other avenues of business that sort of uh, touched on dentistry? That's great. A great question. So I started out clinically. Uh, I knew going into college, actually, that I would not stay practicing clinically, but I started out clinically. Um, I started out practicing for a year uh, in a private practice. And I started a staffing agency and was my first business. And I figured I would actually temp myself within my own business. I had 80 dental uh, temps working for me. I put myself as a temp and I went to all these different uh, offices and uh, as a temp. And basically, I was able to experience so many things uh, within a three-year period of time and practice at over 200 locations. So I got crazy amount of experience. And I knew though that me practicing long-term clinically was not going to be for me. And so I made an, uh, a strong exit um, around 2012 uh, when I moved to Vegas. And um, that is when I really just completely jumped into the entrepreneurial world in dentistry and created a lot of different businesses uh, along the way. Interesting. We talked a little bit before we hit record. I think we could do a podcast almost on each of your individual businesses. And maybe if it's a good fit at some point, we will in the future. But I think for our purposes today, what might be helpful is just to hit on a few of those different businesses that are dental related and maybe garner people's interest a little bit more in each of those businesses if they have uh, any interest in it. So the one that jumped out to me was you know, dentists can get their continuing education hours in a number of different ways, but you have a couple different, really unique ways, I think, uh, for dentists to go and get their CEs. Um, one is a cruise ship and another one is, is land-based. I guess, where would you like to start and what do you think is the one that gets most people's attention? I would go ahead and start with the cruise ship. And now, if you asked me that question a year ago, I'd probably say, let's start with the link. Right. <laughs> For obvious reasons, right? Right. right. Uh, cruise ships have, are coming back after a couple of years hiatus, I'm guessing. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank goodness. So cruises. I mean, here, here, here's what it goes back to. So as a dental professional, like I need to get continuing education, whether I like it or, la or not. Right. And I was tired of going to conferences and literally like just hearing the speaker all day or after work going here in two, three hours. I feel like I was bored out of my mind. And then I would like go home or I would go to my hotel room or I'd go to have like dinner with a couple of people. I felt like there was no fun. There was no like, there was no entertainment at all. And I've been some, I mean, look, I went to Ohio State University. We're a big football school. We like to have a good time, right? And I basically say, you know what? I believe that in dentistry, I don't care what anybody says, there needs to be fun. I, I want to humanize dentistry. I want to make it fun for everybody. And I basically also love vacation. And I fell in love with cruises. So I'm like, I'm going to create a dental conference on a cruise ship. And it's going to be based on 50% fun and 50% education. And everybody thought I was crazy <laughs> when I first did it, but it, it blew up. And, you know, before we know it, you know, we grew 30, 30 to 33% every year for five years in a row. And our last cruise that we had, we had 670 people. And it was just like the best because like after you're done with class, you are going to a whitening ball or a costume party, or, you know, you're going to dinner with your friends, you're going to an island or a pool party. 
And it is just so much fun. You know, usually at a conference, people are dressed in, you know, suits and, you know, dresses, et cetera. Here you're, you're dressed in swimsuits and board shorts. And it's just very laid back and you really can get to know people. So it was uh, really how I've got really one of my big runs in dentistry is from creating these cruises. And finally, this November, we're going back to, to, to sea after three years of being at port. And I'm just, I couldn't be more excited because it's where, I mean, it's, you know, it's been, it'll be three years. And that's really how I made a huge splash literally in <laughs> dentistry was the cruises, Smiles at Sea Cruises. So Smiles at Sea is the name of the cruise. It's a way to combine fun and continuing education for dentists. A couple follow-up questions to that. I'll ask the yes, no one first. Is it only dentists on the cruise or dental related people, or are you guys sort of mixing in with the general population on the cruise? And then before you answer that, how do you balance the fun and the education? Because, you know, we've all, <laughs> conferences are very big in the financial services industry too. And I've been to a number of them and it's, you know, I probably have a couple that I missed the morning speech because it was at a fun location. Sort of how do you balance that fun and education and make sure people just uh, <laughs> aren't wasting their time on a, on a vacation that <laughs> they forget to sign in for the CE? That is hilarious. So that's awesome. So first off, um, we have options. So for example, um, well, let, let me address the first question. So we rent out the conference space. So like the big theaters and the conference space, we rent those out and we're actually on the ship with other people, but we like take over the ship because we have like 30%. That's a lot of people. That means like every third person you see is a dental professional. We literally take over the ship. However, we in we were supposed to by 2023 be able to charter the full ship because that's how, how big we were growing and how fast, but now we have a three-year delay. I think uh, if our numbers are correct, we should actually be able to, by 2024, charter the entire cruise ship. Oh, wow. And yeah. So, but right now it's just the conference space, which is pretty cool. So you do have other regular people that are on there. Also, to be clear, it's not um, It's not just dentists. Dentists actually bring their team. The reason why many dentists um, are going to, they go to conferences by themselves and sometimes they don't bring their teams is to be honest with you, the cost of doing that is very, could, could be pricey. And there's this unknown factor of like, okay, if I bring my team, I'm going to have to spend this unknown number on food, this unknown number on entertainment, this unknown number on transportation to and from the entertainment. There's all these unknowns. And when, when you do a cruise, you can like set a goal for your team to hit, to get to that cruise. It's appreciation, but number one, it's known cost because it's an all-inclusive cruise. You don't have to spend any money. And there's literally something to do from 7 a.m. all the way until two in the morning. And it doesn't cost any more money than the cruise itself. So it's dentists and they're bringing their teams. In regards to, you know, times, like, you know, when, you know, how do you balance the fun and the classes? So first off, when the days are, when we are actually at port, we don't have class. So for example, um, we're going to the island of Coco Cay. It's the private island for the Bahamas. It's absolutely stunning. I was just there just a week and a half ago, mind-blowing. They put $200 million into the island over the pandemic. When we get to that port, there's no class that day. So everybody is just off the ship. They're sunbathing or they're having drinks and dancing at the private island that is mind-blowing amazing. And like they're, they don't have to balance class, right? They, they come back on the ship at five o'clock that evening 
to have like the whitening ball, like teeth whitening, but everybody wears white. There's a DJ. His name's DJ Smiles, by the way. I don't know if you've heard of him before, but yeah, he's pr- he's pretty good. Uh, audience, that is also Elijah is a, is the dental DJ for all these events. So we said he's involved in a number of things. Anyways, continue. So anyhow, they come back on the ship for after dinner. By the way, dinners with your team included breakfast, lunch, dinner. Everybody is together. It's just like the best team building event. So then there's the whitening ball. Then the next day, people get to choose. Do they want class? And by the way, it's a sea day the next day. We're seeing the beautiful ocean for the rest of the day. There's activities in the ship, pool, the whole day. But people can choose. Are they AM people? Do they want class from, say, 7.30 to 12.30? Or are they PM people? Do they want class from 1.30 PM to 6.30 PM? And they get to choose in this exact same class on both times. And it's class. It's for everybody, right? We got David Hornbrook that's doing cosmetic dentistry. We, you know, we got Dr. Howard Glazier from the 9-11 dentist that did the forensic dentistry. You know, we got a medical uh, and insurance billing. We got, every, we got something for Wendy Briggs, John Mize, Dr. John Mize. We have somebody, we have something for everybody. Point is, is same set of classes in the first part of the day as the second part of the day. They pick. If they're an early riser, if they want to get it done early, then they go early. If they're got a headache, you know, or <laughs> then they go, then they go later. And um, basically, there's a, there's a nice balance of, of class. Essentially, um, the first day there's only a couple of hours, and they get to explore the ship. So overall, there's a very good balance. And um, this is only a three night cruise, so it's just a weekend cruise. We offer three, four, and five nights, but for this very first one we uh, that we're having in the fall, it's a three night cruise. So very excited to get back in the water. Okay, and maybe just a couple details on that. We'll close that loop and kind of move on to the next business that you're involved in. Yes. So it's November the 4th through the 7th. And that's uh, from Fort Lauderdale, um, round trip, Fort Lauderdale to Coco Cay. There's a day prior event that's a land sea event that they can get five hours of CE on. Um, And that's smilesatsea.com is where you get info on that. And um, we're expecting 500 to 700 attendees. Wow. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. So the other conference that we mentioned, and we'll go light on this one, because I think as this podcast airs, this will be right around the time that this conference, this dental conference is actually occurring, but it's in Nashville this summer in July. Uh, We'll mention it here too, for like just a different option for people. And also because I'm guessing that you're going to have it in 2023 and 2024. So maybe go a little bit deeper on the dental festival that uh, you've created. Yes. So first off, I'll start with hashtag FOMO. (laughs) hashtag FOMO because you are missing out of your hearing this podcast so the dental festival so during the pandemic um you know as a serial entrepreneur I'm really good at pivoting essentially like and I should say my team is good at pivoting with me I'm good at making the idea if I wasn't for my team I would wouldn't have been able to make the pivot so basically I decided to have events on land that were crazy fun and had great education but I'm like I have to do something like that's different. I can't just do a regular land conference because everybody's doing that. And I'm like, there's so many different conferences. There's so many options around the entire country. Why don't I get them all to come like together to like one location under one venue, same, you know, dates. And I love these, like these big, say not rock concerts or EDM concerts, but there's like a, there's like festivals, there's music festivals. And a music- like Lollapalooza or Bonnaroo. Exactly. And you buy one ticket and there's stages of your favorite performers all over the festivals. So I'm like, you know what? It works in other industries. 
I'm going to bring it into our industry and we're going to call it dental festival. And so basically somebody purchases one ticket and that ticket costs just the same as if you were to go there on its own. And that ticket allows you to hop to as many different conferences as you want. And it doesn't cost you, it didn't cost you anything different, but at nighttime, everybody gets together and has one big fun networking event. I love music. I love dancing. I just love fun and energy and community. And so we've created these insane themed events where like I'm hiring five bands or themes every night. We're like buying out huge famous, you know, nightclubs or bars and it's dentistry. People come to my event. They're like my regular friends and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe dental professionals have this much fun. And like, well, you have to understand that we're still people. I'm just humanizing dentistry because regardless of if you're a professional or not, or if you're a dentist, you're a hygienist, you're an assistant, like you're still human and you still like to smile. And even if you can't dance, you kind of still like to dance secretly, right? <laughs> and so, so that's what we've brought and we put it all in together on roof. So this is Nashville. And I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe that we're going to be doing, and this is not even out yet, Key West, the following fall of 2023. So basically, um, that's what the festival is on a high level. And there's all different types of conferences, over 100 speakers. You know, we have almost 20 conferences, this, this conference, we'll probably have the same next conference. And it's super fun. It was my pivot from Smiles at Sea, the Dental Festival and Smiles at Sea, two different entities, two different things. And Dental Festival will be here to say and Smiles at Sea is finally back. So super excited. I love the idea behind it because I'm a huge music guy. Uh, I, I love Pearl Jam, different genre than maybe some people like, but that's my jam. I'm a kid of the 90s. And uh, I went to see him at Lollapalooza one year. This was probably 15 years ago, just because that was the only tour they were doing in the United States that year. And didn't really have any interest in seeing any of the other bands that were at Lala that year. But because I was there and I was waiting to see Pearl Jam, I picked up uh, two or three other bands that I never would have listened to otherwise that I love now. And I'm guessing the same kind of thing applies maybe to this dental festival where you're like, I wouldn't go to this seminar normally or get CE here. But I talked to some guy I went to dental school with that said that he's going to go and it will be really cool. And now I check it out and now I'm interested in it. Yes, you, you hit it spot on. And it's, it's four days, right? So it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday is optional, but it's Sunday fun day. And it's Tootsie's. It's like the most famous, you know, bar in Nashville. So like, it's all fun. There's no, no education, but it's fun. And um, basically, but four days, you can choose to go one day or all four, but you can go to a different conference. One per day is the option. So. Awesome. And you bounce around to other dental conferences all over the United States. And we were talking a little bit before we hit record and you have a, a unique way of getting to these dental conferences. Yes. Yeah, so speaking of music. So first off, I'm obsessed with music. And even though that I own all of these businesses, like I still like what there's always one more thing, right? I wanted to be a DJ. So I am just finishing up at Scratch Academy. And um, there's like four different levels. I've been in school for two years now. I'll be an official Scratch DJ with my certification, uh, hopefully in the next two months to three months. And um, I also love watching like real world. I don't know if you remember like real world or road rules on MTV. And like, I wanted to go on tour. The issue is I didn't have a tour bus and I, I couldn't sing, I couldn't rap. I wasn't like some famous person that was on tour. So now like in this dental space, like I would say that I'm pretty connected to a bunch of fun people, right? And now I'm a DJ. So I'm like, holy crap. 
I'm about to go and buy a tour bus. And, and then after I buy a tour bus, I'm going to try to get it wrapped. I'm going to get it sponsored. And then I'm going to reach out to the conferences. And since I have like a 47,000 email list, I'm going to ask the conferences to hire me to come and DJ their main event or MC. And I'm going to promote their conference all the way across the country when I drive my tour bus there and I'm going to pick up people on the way. So here's how it goes. Perfect example, the Western Regional Dental Experience. So I ended up going and buying this luxury tour bus, 40-foot tour bus. And um, basically, I meet people along the way in each city. I started in West Palm Beach. Basically, I, I drive some of the trips, but I didn't drive this one. I had a driver. And we drove all the way to Arizona. We stopped in New Orleans, in Dallas, and El Paso, finally in, in Arizona. Every single city, I met up with a whole bunch of people from all of my friends out there in the dental space, basically. When I and each city that I'm stopping in, by the way, big shout out to On DM. It's a dental staffing agency. They wrapped my bus. And their big thing is uh, caring for people who care for others. And they basically gave thousands and thousands of dollars cash to me to give to a whole bunch of uh, dental and dental hygiene schools along the way. So I li literally had a videographer. I got to stop all along the way at all for all these students. And I would like, hey, does anybody know where like the dental students and dental hygiene students are? I would be wearing a body cam. I had a video crew with me and I had like my whole crew that was on the bus. They would follow me and I would just go and randomly give people like hundreds of dollars at a time. I'm doing this at every school I stopped to on the way to the conference. Talk about best feeling in the world. There was a point where I actually walked into a gas station, not dental related, shut down. Like I asked them if they could close the door and I paid for everybody in the entire gas station's gas. People were crying. I mean, it was a talk about the best feeling ever is to go and just like randomly give. So anyways, we're doing this every single tour, every single month, going to one conference per month. When I get to the conference, I'll DJ like their main event. So I'll do that, do that every single month um, to a different dental conference. This month, I'm going to Amplify. That's the conference that I just invited, invited you to. So I'm going to Amplify um, this month. And then um, there's, a one, there's one, one conference every month. But it's so fun because I get to like, how in the world, like, how are you like not famous? You're, you don't play any kind of, you know, guitar. You're not the singer. And you're on tour living your best life as a dental hygienist, <laughs> right? Like, it's a dream come true. Just talking to you for the last 45 minutes uh, before we hit record. And now you have a, a magnetic personality. So I can definitely see how. We're a little bit tight on time, but you also are a marketer uh, within the dental industry, too. Do you want to briefly touch on how, how you help dentists with their, their marketing and their specific niche of the practice? Absolutely. Well, listen, first off, I think people are listening to this podcast for fun and joy at this point, if they've made it to this. But at the end of the day, they want to have their finances right. And they want to have success financially in their practices. One of the many businesses that I own, it's actually the biggest one. It's called Driven Dental Implant Marketing. Through the pandemic, um, we made a huge switch. So two years ago, what I did was, is first off, as a company, we were a marketing firm. Dental offices hire us to do their marketing, but for one niche and one niche only, and it's for implants specifically. And what happens is, is um, most marketing companies, they drive a ton of leads to the practice. And most of those leads are bad leads. They do not have money to pay. They don't show up to their consult. If they show up, they go all the way to the end. They waste everybody's time and they find out that credit score is not good enough to even get financed, right? 
what we've done is, is I went out uh, during the pandemic when everybody got laid off, I went and hired a whole bunch of really good treatment coordinators that work in the practice. And what I do is, is I do all the marketing and get all the people that want the implants, um, that want to spend 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000. And I weed out all the people that don't have the money. So we basically do all the virtual consults and we get the patients approved financially. We do their financing over the phone. We build the relationship with them and we educate them. We don't treatment plan them, but we educate them, get them financed, and then we send them to the dental practice. So we're actually providing the dental offices with these big, huge implant cases, 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 cases. And the dental front office didn't have that strain of having to weed through patients that are just, they don't have the money. They're still good people, right? It doesn't mean that this, because they don't have the money, they're not, they're a bad person. They're good people, but they don't have money. We're bringing people that actually have uh, financial pre-approval or they have cash. We've built the relationship. So they show up to their appointment and we basically have them at the two yard line. The dental office is knocks in the rest of the way. So that is by far our biggest business so far outside of my events business. And it's really changing the lives of so many dental uh, practices, so many dentists specifically, because they're able to practice less dentistry and do more of the type of dentistry they want because it's bringing in more income and it's changing more people's lives in a major way because it's, it's big, big time dentistry. And where can dentists find more information about that? At drivendentalmarketing.com is, is where they can find more info about that. And I'm super active on social media. You can reach out any of the social channels, just send me a message. Um, and I can get you booked on the calendar for a strategy call, but drivenetalmarketing.com is where you can can find us. Happy to happy to help. Well, we've been all over the place, Elijah. I've enjoyed the conversation, touched on uh, just a number of the cool things that you're involved in. The name of the podcast is Dentist Puns and Money. Do you have a, a bad dental joke or anything that you'd like to leave people with? Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I don't have any, I don't have any joke uh, to tell you, but I can tell you something serious if that's okay. <laughs> The, the biggest the biggest thing that I have learned in life is to give as much as you can as often as you can. And as, as soon as I learned that, everything changed for me. And I would just encourage anybody that's listening to give back as much as you possibly can. I don't care if it is your time or if it's money, but give, mentor, help people. And that will give you so get you so much further than anything you, else that you've ever did in your entire life. Save the best for last, Elijah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely, Sean. Thank you. That is Elijah Desmond, dental DJ, CEO of the Dental Festival and Smiles at Sea. Elijah, thank you for, for sharing your story and for being a guest on Dentist's Puns and Money. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Dentist's Puns and Money. For more information about my day job, which is guiding dentists to their financial off-ramp from active practice, you can visit DentistExit.com. And there, you can find more information about us, sign up for our email newsletter, or schedule a discovery call with Sean. And that's me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. And also, please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. As for the boring legal stuff, Dentist Exit Planning and Terrell Advisors LLC is a registered investment advisor. The information presented should not be interpreted or construed as investment, legal, tax, financial planning, or wealth management advice. It does not substitute for personalized investment or financial planning from Dentist Exit Planning or Terrell Advisors, LLC. 
This podcast conveys the views and opinions of Sean Terrell, and the information herein should not be considered a solicitation to engage in a particular investment or financial planning strategy. Information presented is for educational purposes only, and past performance is not indicative of future results.